Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There, you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. From Encyclopedia Britannica, quote, Zadok the Priest, in full, Zadok the Priest, the Coronation Anthem, is the most popular of George Frederick Handel's Coronation Anthems for George II. Like the three other anthems in the set, Zadok the Priest premiered on October 11th, 1727, the occasion of the coronation in London's Westminster Abbey. Although less widely famed uh, abroad than Handel's Hallelujah Chorus, Zadok the Priest uses text from the King James Bible, blends voices and instruments into a potent musical statement. The anthem's majesty is such that it has been used for every English coronation since that of George II, unquote. Uh, the text for this song is based on uh, 1 Kings 39, uh, 1 Kings 1, uh, verses 39 and 40, and uh, it relies on the King James Version, so here you go. And Zadok the priest took a horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon. And they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them. So here it is from a TV program called The Big Sing, with over 5,000 people singing it in the Royal Albert Hall in London, England. The words will be on the screen, so feel free to sing along on mute, of course. Yes, and uh, Jason, if you could unmute your yourself there.
All right. So uh, I actually uh, uh, hope you're able to hear some of that. Um, it's, it's quite majestic. Um, and you can close that out before it starts the, the next uh, video there, Jason. Um, awesome. So uh, I asked David Haller to play this in the worship set, but he said uh, that Mary and their dog, Naomi, didn't want to do the necessary harmonies. So we had to settle for this clip. I'm sure you all sounded great if you were singing along. So uh, this morning, I'd like to tackle a question I know is on the forefront of everyone's mind. Who is Zadok the priest? Well, you've come to the right place. I mean, he's been sung about for every British coronation for the past 300 years. But why? Let's take a look at the Holy Book. So when David fled from his upstart rebellious son, Absalom, Zadok suddenly appears in order to help him out. Let's have another David read King David's lines. How about uh, David Haller? Are you, uh, are you available? I'm available. All right. So um, we're going to read from uh, 2 Samuel uh, in verse 15. And, uh, and uh, the verses of David that he says are uh, highlighted in blue. So King David is going to be portrayed by uh, David Howard. While all the country was weeping with a loud voice, all the people were crossing over as the king was crossing over Kidron Valley. So all the people crossed over toward the road of the wilderness. Then behold, Zadok also came and all the Levites with him, carrying the Ark of the Covenant of God. They set down the Ark of God, then Abiathar came up until all the people had passed by out of the city. But the king said to Zadok, Return the Ark of God to the city. If I find favor in Adonai's eyes, he will bring me back and let me see it and his dwelling. But if he says thus, I have no delight in you, here I am. Let him do to me as seems good in his eyes. The king, the king also said, said to Zadok the priest, Yes. Do you not see? Return to the city in Shalom with your two sons with you. Ahimaaz, your son, and Jonathan, the son of Abathar. See, I will wait at the fords of the wilderness until word comes from you to inform me. Therefore, Zadok and Abiathar carried the ark of God back to Jerusalem, and they remained there. Then... David continued to go up to the ascent of the Mount of Olives, weeping as he ascended. And he had his head covered and he was walking barefoot. So all the people with him each covered his head as they went up, weeping as they ascended. Then someone told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. So David prayed. Adonai, please turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. Yeah, Ahithophel, he's the hitman. That's what the, how I can remember it. Then David went on until he reached the summit where God was worshipped. And behold, Hushai the Archite met him with his coat, coat rent and dust on his head. David said to him, If you pass on with me, then you will be a burden to me. But if you return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be your servant, O king. I was your father's servant from then and now I will be your servant. Then you can thwart Ahithophel's counsel for me. Won't you have 
with you Zadok and Abiathar, the Kohanim there. So whatever you hear from the royal palace, you should report it to Zadok and to Abiathar, the Kohanim. See, they have their two sons with them there, Zadok's son, Ahimaaz, and Abiathar's son, Jonathan. By them, you can send to me everything you hear. So David's friend Hushai reached the city just as Absalom was entering Jerusalem. Uh, thank you, David. That, those were some difficult names. Really? Appreciate it. So, uh, so what's going on here? David is, is fleeing from his son who's rebelling against him, Absalom. And here we see the priestly role of Zadok is very supportive of, of David. He's the Cohen or the priest. And during his moment of need and trauma, Zadok is taking care of the ark and he's taking care of David. Um, remember, the ark is the center of the presence of God. And the king uh, quotes to Zadok, uh, is it literally in the Hebrew, it says, don't you see? But in the Hebrew, it says, aren't you a seer? Which may imply that he is a, a seer, like, like Samuel, who is wise and should be respected when he goes um, and returns to the city. And uh, what they were going to do is um, to give counsel back to David um, to protect his life. Um, and so Zadok here is David's trusted confidant, and he's instrumental in communicating to him plans to overthrow him so that uh, David would be protected. All right. So during the next time, uh, one of David's sons rebelled against him. So this, this tended to happen a lot, actually, unfortunately. Zadok, again, is faithful. Zadok, the priest. Uh, even though the other priest mentioned before, Abiathar, is, this time isn't so loyal. So um, with Absalom, they're both, they're both loyal, but this time it's just Zadok. So this is what it says in 1 Kings uh, chapter 1, verses 7 through 8. Uh, so Adonijah, that's another David's sons, conferred with Joab, son of Zeruiah, and Abiathar the Cohen. Following Adonijah, they supported him. But Zadok the Cohen, the priest, Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, Nathan the prophet, Shimei, Ray, and David's mighty men were not on Adonijah's side. In other words, they were loyal to King David. All right? This episode is just before David has Solomon anointed king. Right. Um, so they realize that, you know, Adonijah is rising up. So they need to uh, anoint Solomon uh, as king after David while uh, David is still alive. So uh, this gives us the text that we sang at the beginning of, of the sermon. Right. Zadok anointed uh, Solomon as king and, he, and Zadok was also faithful to Solomon throughout his reign as well. Here is a painting of this event of Zadok anointing Solomon as king by uh, Cornelius de Vos. And uh, I don't think uh, the painter was actually there, but uh, this is how he imagined it would have been. And you can see that the kind of uh, the, the majesty of, of Zadok as the central figure of anointing Solomon and how important he was in this, in this process. Um, and uh, you can kind of see it there. He's a very majestic dude. All right. So, Zadok and his descendants were known for distinguishing themselves among the priests as loyal and faithful no matter what, as trustworthy keepers of the Ark of the Covenant, and as being more than just a priest, in this case, a faithful friend. So where does this Zadok come from? What's his origin story, right? All heroes have an origin story. Well, the Bible doesn't really say. 
Here's a quote from the Jewish Virtual Library website on Zadok. This is what it says. The question of Zadok's origin is extremely obscure, for there is no clear and accurate picture of his background in the Bible. In their narrative, he appears, as it were, from nowhere. A priest out of nowhere, huh? Zadok, or Sadok, is a Hebrew word that means righteous or just, like the word tzedakah, right? Righteousness or restorative justice. This reminds me of another Zadok. That would be Malki Zadok, to be precise. He was a priest of God Most High who shows up seemingly out of nowhere, right? And who does he, who does he help out? He helps out our buddy Abraham in Genesis 14. And this is also told in the book of Hebrews, uh, which is projected on the screen, uh, verses, uh, uh, chapter 7, verses 1 through 4. For this, Melchizedek, or Malkitzedek, was king of Salem, Cohen, priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him. And to him, Abraham apportioned a tenth of everything. First, by the translation of his name, he is king of righteousness, Malki. Melech is king, and Sedek is righteous. And then also king of Salem, which is king of Shalom, king of peace, Shalem. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like Ben Elohim, the son of God, he remains a Kohen for all time. See how great this man is. Even Abraham the patriarch gave him a tenth out of the plunder. It sounds impressive, right? is an, a priest coming out of nowhere and, uh, and, and, and blessing uh, Abraham. And Abraham uh, gives tribute to him and gives him a tithe, right? And uh, speaking of impressive, who is this impressive figure? Um, put it in the chat if you know who it is. I'll give you a second. It's pretty recognizable. That's right. It is Yogi Bear. And And what did Yogi always say about himself? He said he was smarter than the average bear, right? Well, that's what scripture says about Zadok and Melchizedek. They are better than the average priest, right? A priest out of nowhere with greater faithfulness than the average Levite, who is more than a priest, more than a heavenly or eternal priest, indeed, the second temple Jewish text discussed Melchizedek in just this language, equating him uh, with the Messiah, right in line with the book of Hebrews that we just read. So um, the Jewish texts um, make the same conclusion that the book of Hebrews does in the New Testament. Uh, and this better priesthood and better priest is predicted even early on, even before David and Solomon, when the prophet Samuel was just a little boy. And remember, he advised David and Solomon, and he was uh, learning from this guy named Eli, the priest. And Eli's sons were just bad news. Scripture says they were worthless men who didn't acknowledge Adonai. And Eli didn't really do anything to correct them. So a prophet came and declares judgment on the two wicked sons, but, um, who, are, who are the priests, but then he makes this promise in 1 Samuel 2, verse 35. And this is what he says. This is really interesting. Yet I will raise up for myself a faithful Cohen who will do according to what is in my heart and my mind. 
Then I will build him an enduring house, and he will walk before my anointed one all the time or forever, right? Notice that this prophet is indicating that when the Levitical priests aren't faithful, God will raise up a better than the average priest who will be faithful, right? And also, they're going to walk with the anointed one who is, in, in Hebrew, the Mashiach for all time. And the priest and the king are closely aligned in this scripture. And we see priest and king working together in a lot of other scriptures as well. And this brings us to our Haftarah portion um, that we read uh, a little bit earlier. Ezekiel 44, describing the sons of Zadok as priests. Here are Zadok's um, uh, descendants. So the Levitical Kohanim, the sons of Zadok, who kept charge of my sanctuary when B'nai Yisrael wandered from me, will draw near to me to minister to me. They will stand before me to offer me the fat and the blood. It is a de declaration of Adonai. They are the ones who will enter my sanctuary and draw near to my table to minister to me. They will keep my charge. They will teach my people the difference between the holy and the common and explain to them the difference between the unclean and the clean. In a lawsuit, they will stand to judge and judge in accordance with my ordinances. They will keep my laws and statutes in all my Moedim appointed times and keep my Shabbatot holy. It will be an inheritance for them. I am their inheritance. Do not give them any possession in Israel, for I am their possession. They will eat the grain offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering. Every devoted thing in Israel will be theirs. The first of all the first fruits of everything and every offering of every kind from all your offerings will belong to the Kohanim. You will also give the Kohen the first of your dough to make a blessing to rest on your house. So these priests in the heavenly temple vision of Ezekiel, these sons of Zadok will be not just priests, um, but what does the text say? They will be judges. They will um, solve disputes and they will be teachers. They'll teach the people about what is holy and what is not holy. They'll help the people, right, to stay true to God, teaching them about the basics of holiness and righteousness, which is their name, Sadok. Unlike the other Levites who seem to have gone astray, they have been faithful, just like uh, the Zadok of old and just like uh, their ancestor and just like Melchizedek. And they are therefore rewarded with the sanctuary itself, the presence of God himself. That is their inheritance. Wow. So what do we do with this information? You might think that, well, because you're not an ancient Levite, a Kohen, a priest, this doesn't apply to you. But scripture tells us that all Israel is a royal priesthood. And furthermore, that all followers of Yeshua are a royal priesthood. So the question is, what kind of priest do we want to be like? May I suggest, let's be the kind of priest like Zadok, who was there for David and Solomon, who was faithful through tough times. And remember, he was faithful to the king, the Messiah. He was faithful to David, and so we can be faithful to the son of David. The kind of priest that perhaps thousands will gather to sing about in the Music Hall of London. Who knows? Let's be the kind of priest like Melchizedek, who blessed Abraham. For those who bless Abraham will themselves be blessed. These priests had tzedakah, justice and righteousness, in their very names. Sadok, Zadok, and Melchizedek. 
Let's be the kind of priest that Ezekiel spoke about in the Haftarah portion, where the sons of Zadok taught and shepherded, discipled, and helped to resolve disputes. Remember, we follow the eternal high priest, and we don't have to pursue this alone. The eternal high priest always lives to intercede for us. Even now, he is able to be our priest, our teacher, our faithful friend, because he lives forever. In the order of Melchizedek and Zadok, God has made a better priesthood than the Levites. Blessed be the name of Yeshua, our high priest. Let's pray. Avinu, we thank you for these examples in your word of of, uh, the faithful priests uh, and the priesthood, the excellent, better than the average priesthood of Zadok and Melchizedek, and of course, Yeshua the Messiah. And we pray that you would help us to to be teachers and to be um, uh, peacemakers and to be uh, 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 disciplers, O God, of of your flock, O God. And that um, you have made us a royal priesthood, that we would live up to that name, but not in our own strength, by, by following after you, O Lord, because you are our high priest and you always live to... Um, make intercession for us and to help us out when we're in need. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen.